in your eyes Take me out to cafe binge tonight Be the beauty, sense the beauty everywhere worldwide Take me out to cafe binge tonight Welcome to episode number two of the Cafe Binge Podcast. Thank you so much for everyone tuning in. It's kind of a weird experience to sit in front of a microphone by yourself talking and hoping that it goes out into the ether and makes its way to someone. So for anyone listening, I am eternally grateful And I'm so excited to talk to you guys again today about something a little different, not quite in the beauty industry, but something I think is so very important and something I've been thinking about a lot over the past year or so, which is my least favorite curse word. And it's the curse word I am eliminating from my vocabulary, and it's not what you're thinking. Uh, so I have never been one to curse a lot. I was well, well, well into my adult years before I ever said my first curse word. Okay, actually, that's a lie. Um, You know what? I actually did say my first swear word when I was like seven, maybe. And I had heard it in um, an old Ninja Turtle movie. And I said it while I was playing Batman action figures with my two brothers. I was so frustrated because they once again got away from me. I was Catwoman. And I said it. And oh boy, they scared me out of saying it ever again. Um, Which was, it was born out of fear. I wasn't raised in a household where people said curse words. We just didn't do it. I never heard my parents curse. Um, my siblings, I am still convinced that none of them have ever sworn a day in their life, which I, I'm saying that in genuine honesty and also admiration. I think it's awesome. Um, I think it's great. I actually like that part of my upbringing, but I also don't mind any language. I say talk how you want. But you guys, there is a word that I have been actively trying to eliminate from my vocabulary since like last April or so, and it's a word that grates on my ears when I hear it. And one of the absolute worst curse words in my book, I think it's really damaging. Um, I'm not here to talk about a common four-letter word, but a six-letter word, and it's the word should. Should. Ugh, should. And this is the word I think needs to be eliminated from the English language. Um, Let me tell you why. So I'm not big into looking up words in the dictionary. It's too reminiscent of really poor opening statements and really bad speeches, or if you were raised in the same religion as me, um, intros into youth church talks. But guys, can I read Webster's definition to you? Should. Used to indicate obligation, duty, correctness, typically when criticizing others' work. Okay. Okay. So, saying the word should to yourself basically means that you did something wrong. That you were wrong 
that you have been wrong, you're going to do something wrong, that you are wrong. And when you say it to others in any tense, it means that they're wrong. It's a guilt word. It's a shame word. It's riddled with shame. The word should is saying that you're operating from a place of obligation and duty and worrying about what others think of you and your actions. It's not a word that comes from being totally aligned with yourself, with your higher being, with what you want to do, with what brings you joy. It's not acting out of love. It's not acting out of intuition. The word should is acting out of fear. So when you say... I should probably go to that party or I should have been finished with this by now or I should have known better. Those all mean you're not listening to your intuition, first of all, or your heart about what you truly want. And secondly, you're saying that what you really want isn't okay by someone else's standards. Because remember that should means obligation, duty, correctness, typically when criticizing others' work. Basically, believing in the word should, it means that you're not doing something right by another person's standards. It's not going within. It's it's looking outwardly to others' opinions. It's literally cursing someone or yourself. It's damaging. It's not freeing. Do you see how shame-based and damaging this word is? It implies that you've either done something wrong or not done something right. How this word should and the negative effects of it, how it came into my realm of awareness, um, I've talked about this lady a lot, but a few years ago, um, I read a book by Louise Hay um, that forever changed my life, and I've shared a lot about it, but Louise Hay, um, she's all about promoting self-love and I guess just love for everyone and everything and no shame and no guilt because it's damaging. It's not constructive. Um, but she said something about shame that, that shook me up and awakened me a little bit, which is, I believe that should is one of the most damaging words in our language. Every time we use the word should, we are in effect saying wrong. Either we are wrong or we were wrong or we're going to be wrong. I don't think we need more wrongs in our life. We need to have more freedom of choice. I would like to take the word should and remove it from the vocabulary forever. I'd replace the word with could. Could gives us a choice and we are never wrong. Well, after I read this, I realized the damaging effects that should had in my life and how often it was used, to be honest. Um, And I wanted out of it. I didn't want to use that word with myself or with others. I didn't want to force my shoulds on other people. So for the past eight-ish months, I've been actively keeping the word should out of my wording. There are no shoulds. I'm not shoulding myself anymore. I'm not going to should on anyone else either because no one should live in my shoulds or another person's shoulds. Um, I say let's just all live from the heart. Let's live from intuition. What do we want to do? What brings us joy? What brings more light into our life? Um, What makes us feel most alive? Honor those things. Live from that space of wholeness, self-acceptance, and love and make decisions out of your highest good and lose all the shoulds, lose the shame, lose the guilt. 
Um, because if you give a gift unwillingly, it does nothing good for you or the receiver. Don't do something because you believe you should. Do it because it brings you joy. And if no joy is there, don't do it. It'll get you out of alignment with yourself. It does nothing for you and nothing for them and nothing for the world as a whole. So no more shitting on yourself or others. Um, And it's been tricky as I try to eliminate this from my vocabulary because, like I said, it should pops up everywhere. It's so easy to say, you should come over or you should come with us or uh, I should go to the store. I should do X, Y, and Z. Um, And it's been kind of a creative endeavor to figure out how to say something in a more freeing way that gives people more freedom and myself more freedom to choose. Um, So for example, instead of saying, hey, you should come over on Friday, maybe try, hey, if it sounds fun, I'd love to see you on Friday. Do you see the difference? Do you feel the freedom in that to allow people to choose and lead from a place of their heart space? Um, Should is just too closely tied to shame and guilt no more shame no more guilt more love less shoulds allow people to be don't should on them don't put your perceptions of life on them allow them to be free and to choose what they want from a place of joy and love should undermines your ability to do what you want to do and it undermines other people's abilities to do what they want to do, to have agency and to choose. Um, So I challenge you, if this rings true to you at all, to count the times that should comes up in your normal life, in your conversations. If not counting them, just notice them because should pops up everywhere. Just notice how often you are shoulding on yourself. Um or you're shooting on another person, or the times that another person is shooting on you. And notice those times. Notice how that word should makes you feel, and don't believe it. Don't believe their story. Don't believe their perceptions. And choose to not do something that they would have you do unless it comes from a place of pure joy for you. Um Get to the why of it all. When someone asks you to do something because you should, get to the why. And for yourself as well, if you feel like you should do something, what's behind it all? Does it bring you joy? Are you doing it out of duty, of obligation, of guilt, of shame? What's your why behind it all? Notice these things, you guys, because once you do and once you eliminate that word should from your life, from your vocabulary, and when you stop forcing your shoulds on another person, it is absolutely liberating. You do things from a place of joy, um, from a place of love, um, and you just cut that guilt out of your life, at least from at least from that source. I feel like there's a lot of guilt and shame coming in, but from that should source. So try it out if it calls to you. And see what eliminating the word should from your life does. Because it's pretty magical, you guys. Um, And let me know how it goes. I'd love to hear from you and to see 
if this is something that resonates with you and if eliminating that word, um, I'd just love to see what it does to your life because it's been so powerful in my life. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Cafe Binge podcast. If you'd like to reach out to me, visit cafebinge.com or on Instagram at Cafe Binge. And until next time, may you find all the wonderful binge-worthy parts of your day. Squeeze out every lash, drop, cherish them, taste them, because life was meant to be beautiful. Take me out to Cafe Binge tonight.